Sometimes life can give you the raw deal, and that's where Dope comes in. Dope provides edible cookie dough in a variety of flavors and styles for you, delivered to your house deliciously and intact. Dope also donates a portion of every sale to the She Recovers Foundation with a minimum guaranteed donation of $40,000 every year. She Recovers is a nonprofit charity with a mission to connect, support, and empower women in or seeking recovery. You can also use the code TBL05, TBL05, to get $5 off your order at checkout. Once again, just go check out Dope at www.dope.com. That's www.doughp.com. And use the code TBL05 to get $5 off your order at checkout. Why the f*** did it take me 30 seconds to write about f***ing a dead kid? But I can't write anything about my own child. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I'm also pretty sure I'm Gary Oldman, and I just don't know it because he's such a good actor. Gary Oldman doesn't even know who Gary Oldman is. <laughs> Tequila does terrible things to me. The MGK gives good blowjobs. <laughs> Cooking Monster me on the other side of the glory. Nom, 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 nom. Hey. Nom, 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 nom. I'm a father. I have never f***ed. To dead kid. I have no reference to that. Experience with hosting open mics. I was telling it because because they're pay, they're going to pay him too, and I was like, that's what Kevin Rupert was doing before before COVID was he was just hosting shows all over town. Yeah. yeah. So I would quit my job if I had that as an option. If I had that, if if I had the option to cover all my bills just by running comedy, mic, fuck yeah, I quit my job. I can make. You did, yeah. No, if I could make as much money on Facebook as I... That's true. <clears throat> I totally quit my job. It's just so like you don't know. Well, even before you got married, you went part-time because you were doing comedy so much. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of making a decent amount of money a month doing comedy. Yeah. To where I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Then COVID. COVID. Fuck the whole thing up. I'm oh. glad I'm a post-COVID comic. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird switch. It really was. <laughs> we. Yeah, I had like God. I don't even want to know. I can't remember how many shows I had canceled. It was just, it was just like one by one. The Facebook message posts were coming through. Like this one's canceled. This one's canceled. This one's canceled. Fuck. Now what do we all do? We had the Discord going for a little bit, but that was awful. Yeah, comedy shows on Discord. So we, I set up a, I set up a Dayton Comics Discord server, and we just used it to like do like virtual mics to basically go and just workshop bits and it was awful it was atrocious i mean but, but that was all you had at so, so yeah we didn't have anything else like literally that's that all sounds you like it sucks oh yeah. it was <laughs> horrible it was not good but there's nothing else we could do there's no mics anywhere and you just like did that and you're like well for for what was the first open mic to come back i know barrel house was like the last open mic to come back the first I don't really think a whole lot of the old ones came back. Yeah. Um, like, that's a good point. Carmichael's, I think, was one of the first ones to really start up regularly post, like, COVID, but it wasn't there before COVID. Yeah, it wasn't there before no, COVID. No, yeah. Was, Jeff wasn't even doing comedy no, before COVID. No, a lot of them, a lot of the guys weren't. Um, as far as ones that existed before COVID. I think, honestly, the one that came back was Sunday Show. Because was Zen Lounge before Mm-mm. No, they they weren't. Um, uh, well, Barrel and Springboro, we tried to make that one come back. 
Uh, but he just, still does it, doesn't he? It's just mostly not music, as, not as often. It's mostly oh yeah, Kevin doesn't run it anymore. It's not a comedy open mic anymore. Um, but no, well, no, Kevin also had a gay, a monthly booked show that we would do there uh-huh. that we did like oh we yeah did twice after COVID and it just, and it both times it was terrible because the whole dynamic shifted yeah. over there. I mean, Springboro is kind of a weird town. Yeah, because like the shows over there used to be really fun. Oh, they were the best because you and I were on the first one that he yeah, did, so much and fun. it was it was great. And they, I mean, they, f- that was one of the ones that he did that one. Kevin did that one regularly, and then just like blew the door open and was running like ten shows around the Miami Valley, and that's what he was doing basically for a living. And then COVID shut it all down, and then when we tried to bring it back at at the Barrel, um, it. Just the, the the landscape had changed, uh, the the place had changed, the clientele had shifted. Um, suddenly, the place it's like a honky tonk bar. It now. is like the place is now decked out, like it's now decked out in like back the blue. Oh, yeah. is it really? Let's go, Brandon, <coughs> FJB stuff. Like, which is weird for like Springboro because no, it's not. It's really. It's not, not weird. No, no it's not, not yeah. for Springboro. I've always had Springboro was like rich people. Oh, it's rich people, but it's it's rich white people, blue collar rich it's people, blue collar rich white people. Case in point, having, I guess rich people have kind of shifted towards well, right way. Case in point, like we just just did did rent over there in Springboro, right around the corner from the Barrel, and there were plenty of times where, like after uh, uh, Angel, who's the drag queen, would come out on stage, people got up and walked a out. Of show the with AIDS and gay sex, yeah, in a um, blue collar small town of we, Ohio. Hey, we sold out six shows in a row, so <laughs> we sold out the whole run. But when, when the drag queen would come out on stage, people would get up and walk out of the theater. Or a lot of people didn't come back after intermission. So Why come to a musical I if don't you're going to be... Every, every show, I would say the same thing. Google exists, everybody. If you don't know what show you're coming to, why do you buy tickets? Any musical. The, the yeah. theater community is predominantly yeah. LGBT know, community. Odds are everybody heard the fucking Seasons of Love song, and we're like, oh, well, we'll go see that. It's popular. <laughs> it's like, you don't know what it's about. Right. Clearly, it's so uh, yeah. It is the theaters LBGTQ, yeah, whatever it all is. It is. It's like a safety net for yeah, hundred percent. So it's just I don't I don't get why you would go and be like vessels ridiculous. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And it wasn't like they got up quietly and snuck out. It was like they stood up with a purpose and stormed out. Not even through the lobby, through the back entrance. Like they wanted to get out as quickly as fucking possible. Oh, through the back door. Mm-hmm. Talk about a bunch of pussies. Uh huh. Bunch of fucking, a bunch of fucking pussies. Fucking black, the blue, fuck yeah. JB. But yeah, that's what that's what the barrel. So we did like two shows because the first one we did after COVID, Lori headlined. Uh, Jarrell was on it. I was on it. Halima was on it. I forget who else was on it, but but honestly, Jarrell was the only one that had a good set. They they did not respond to Lori at all. Great, really? Yeah, not at all. That's weird. Oh, that's like her neck of the woods, like. They weren't into it, man. They were not into it at all. Everybody was like, hey, man, because these shows were so fucking legendary. Like, if people were asking me to bring my camera and shoot all their sets. And after, yeah. the, after the show, everybody was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need the video back. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. The so. weirdest show I ever did was there. I don't think you were there for that. I, don't think so. I only ever did the, the two. The, after the Dayton shooting? No, I was definitely oh, not there. No. I wasn't supposed to be on the show. That's when I'm at work. Kevin messaged me, hey, you want to close out the show at the barrel? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. This this and that. Like, I guess Luke 
capacitor dropped out last second or something. Something happened. Mm -hmm. So I come up there. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I get there, and there's a memorial for the person. Oh, no. Because one of the bartenders there, or somebody who worked there, was shot and killed. Oh, fuck. And so we're like, and it's like two weeks out, yeah. like away from it. And like, there's the stage and the memorial in front of the stage with this picture and shit. And we're like, Kevin even was like, what, before anything happened, he, want, he saw that. I was like, hey, we don't have to yeah. do this. We, like, can, we can be done. It's fine. Yeah. And the guy's like, the owner was like, no, he really liked the comedy show. We're going to do it. Okay. And we did it. But that was fucking weird as shit, man. Mm -hmm. I was basically doing a fucking fucking funeral at that point there's new comedy in front of like a cross with this picture on it i'm like all right well that's what kind of material did you do <laughs> my material it went surprisingly really well you guys want to hear a really topical <laughs> joke <laughs> they said i have resting mass shooter face i didn't do that one <laughs> you're even you're we, not, we you're, know not you that, you're not that stupid <laughs> um but yeah, it was just like I always remember that. I was like, uh yeah. I wanna kill Luke right now. I mean, obviously Luke didn't know that was there, but I was like Who uh, knows, maybe I think he, fucking, he, he might have. That. He might have he, he might have shown up and been like, Nope. <laughs> well that's what was the one we did after COVID was the first one back was right after Kevin's grandma died. And you gotta realize like like that's <laughs> his grandma's neck of the woods. Like a lot of people oh, in the bar knew his grandma. Like she was a regular around there. His heart was not in it. And like, even Lori was telling him like, we cannot do the show tonight. It's fine. Cause he was not in the mood for it. Um, yeah, yeah, bro. He never did a bit about his grandma. No. Dying. Cause he has this fucking funny ass story about it. And I was like, you need to make a fucking bit. And he was like, oh, really? It's so, I wish I could. I'll have to ask him sometime. It's so good. Yeah. It's like the, basically the doctor was trying to sell his grandma on death. <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm like, dude, you got to turn that into some weird ass bit because cause we're laughing about it. I was like, that's actually really funny. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. So I don't, I, mean, I, don't think, extended, I think it's too personal for him to like. I mean, I tried. I right after my dad died, I tried doing some some stuff. To, it, it didn't work. I think I got like thirty seconds through my set, and I was like, you know what, guys, I can't do this. I'm done. <laughs> it was at a mic, so I didn't really fucking care. It was at Ollie's, but um, trying any other mics. I think I was gonna say yeah. To go back to the original question, I think Barrel House is the only one from pre-COVID that really came back and is still Was uh, around. Karwaski doing Market Bar before that? He was doing Market Bar during COVID. During, he, star he, he started, started that one during, during COVID. COVID. Really? Yeah. yeah. How'd he pull that one off? Because Springfield doesn't give a fuck? I don't know. Uh, I His girlfriend, it's like, I think his girlfriend's like related to the person that owns the Market Bar or oh, something okay. like that. It was, it was one of the like, like, uh, cautionary openings let's see what we can do let's see if people will come come out and then they kind of just kept doing it from there but that was the one that was probably the earliest one but yeah other than but like specifically ones that started before covid i don't think i don't think anything was left uh -uh. no because no. a lot of places closed and a lot of places just didn't want to do them again I mean, I guess you could maybe count Franklin, but there's been so many mics that have the Franklin Tavern. That's so, Mike. I don't know if it still is. No, no, they shut down. Okay, is the bar shut down or is yeah. the mic down? Yeah, yeah. The, the bar. I think the mic shut down like 
before the bar. Yeah, and then the bar ended up closing. I mean, that's not surprising. That bar has cycled owners and open mic hosts for years, so that's not. It was a. It was honestly, it was a cool spot. It was actually where I did my first paid gig. Here's the thing. Everyone has was ever told me that has been proven wrong by me because every time I've done a show there, it has sucked. Really? I'm not saying the shows didn't suck. I uh, just I thought the spot itself I, was cool. I never. Oh, I liked the bar. Yeah, yeah. Never really had a bad set there. Nah, every time I did one there, I, had, I never had a bad show set there. Okay. When I try new material, it's oh, like yeah. yeah. So I did. The, I did the very first mic. It was an absolute. F- fucking disaster I heard about that. that was that was a, that was a that was a natural disaster of a comedy show and then i did a couple of the show shows and every time kevin would be like dude the shows aren't like the mics man they're awesome everyone's super into it and every time <laughs> i did it nobody was there and everyone who was there was not into it and i was like i feel like i'm being lied to <laughs> yeah. now first i can't i did one of the first ones ever there and it was really mm-hmm. solid like i thoroughly enjoyed it. not the mic but the show he did the show he did yeah i think i closed out the first one he ever did there Actually, no, just say it. The Saturday shows were always, there was a lot of people. Did you ever do a Saturday show? Yes, that's what I'm saying is I did like two of them. And both, both ones that I did were garbage. Garbage. <laughs> you just got unlucky. I guess, I guess fucking so. I left the last one. I didn't stick around. Huh. Like he had me go first and I went up and I was like, this is, this is trash. I'm not staying for this. I'm not <laughs> staying all night. Like I drove all the way fucking out here. Fuck this! I went home. I was I was so pissed because I felt I felt like I was being fucking like taken for a ride or something. I was like, yeah. oh. I know Kevin's not wouldn't do that, but it was just like, what the fuck ever, man! I'm not wasting my time. Speaking of which, thanks Kevin for letting us do our show at your club. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, we just dick. got that canceled. What a fuck dick. you, Kevin! I hope he doesn't hear this. <laughs> no, no, it was never Kevin's fault. It was like, That's true because that that first mic. And you, you know, because I told you about that. I mean, it was. I it heard was it was bad. bad. He even said it was bad. It was pretty bad. Or wait, he was he there the first mic? Yeah, yeah, because he yeah. ran it. Didn't he have you run a show one time? Not there. He's uh, had other people run. Okay, yeah. there. He's had. I heard Kyle it was Rogers the first one. The I heard about yours because he even he even told me about yours. Oh, it was it was because I was sitting there with Aaron Phillips and we were just getting hammered all night because like <laughs> the only people there were the owner and his buddies, yeah. and they would not. Wasted. They were. Gone, and they would not shut the fuck up. <laughs> you can't tell the owner to shut the and fuck I, up. Yeah, I can't tell the owner to go fuck himself like I would anybody else. <laughs> hey, so. go fuck yourself. We're using your mics, but I mean, we're using your thing as a mic. Yeah, so I think I did like half my set and sat down. Jarrell went up and just kind of fucking had a blast, and uh, uh, Caleb went up. The owner loved Caleb. He he asked he asked uh, Kevin to to let Caleb headline the next one. Even Caleb was like, "I remember that." Caleb was like, "Uh, <laughs> I haven't been doing this man." I was long. there for that. That the my first ever paid gig was the one that Caleb did. Yeah, I fucking okay. opened for Caleb Lee. <laughs> I think. Well, he, he knew it was a tall order. He had yeah, not he, been doing it that long. That's a. And I think he he only ended up pulling together like twelve minutes, even I, though he was doing twenty. Because I think him and Jeff ended up splitting it, didn't they? You're right. It was because I think I remember him asking You're Jeff, right. like, "Can we split it?" Because yeah. yeah, that's a that's a that's a big ask. Especially um, he was like fresh, fresh at that point. That was almost a year ago. Yeah. at this point, yeah, him and him and Jeff were not or had not been around long at that time. Um, but yeah, the owner fucking loved him that 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 night, first night. 
Now you can rep the basement lounge out in public by checking out some of the merch that we have available on our website. Just go to tblpod.net slash store. That's tblpod.net slash store. And check out some of the t-shirt and other merch designs we have for you featuring our logo, some of our favorite bits, as well as a homegrown humor official t-shirt as well. Once again, just go to tblpod.net slash store and check out some of the cool merch we have there for you now. I did finish House of Dragon. Oh, Sweet. fuck yeah. So now I'm interested because, you know, the very end ends with him biting the yeah. dragon in half. Oh, pretty like, sick. Obviously, it was accidental. It wasn't supposed to happen. You just started a fuck. Oops, did I just accidentally award? He, he basically just said, like, hey, hey, wasn't he saying, hey, don't do this? Yeah. Like, yeah. And the dragon. Which is something that was not specified in the book. Like, in the book, he just. Yeah, it just happened. You just happened find out and you assume that it was intentional. Yeah, which fits the character, honestly. Like, yeah. Well, and it's it, it goes to he is he's all bark, he's all talk. He doesn't yeah. actually. And like play. he he's more like Damon, where like that's his family. Like, yeah, he's a little bit of an asshole to him, but like he kill his loves family. his family. Yeah. yeah, that's that that's that Targaryen uh, or uh, um, not Targaryen, um, Valerian, Valerian. That's that high Valerian blood. Oh yeah, yeah. Getting yeah, yeah. getting to him because because obviously, uh, Jace didn't have that in him because he's only half from his mom. He gets side, it from yeah, his mom, right, but, but um, no. Well, because one thing I always thought was really poignant in the in that whole sequence is like the whole time Jace is speaking Valerian to his dragon, and his dragon yeah. he's got a better handle on it. Um, Aemond was speaking basic to his uh yeah. to his dragon. Which shows like he was just, he wasn't respecting his dragon yeah. the right way as well as Jace was. So. And he was riding fucking Vagar. Vagar, the biggest fucking dragon, the yeah. oldest and biggest dragon. Oh, that's the oldest and biggest dragon. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole that's the whole spiel. It's the one that Damon's wife before yeah, she yeah. died. Yeah. That's that's the whole thing with this. It's the oldest, biggest dragon in the and world. And it's the it's the only living dragon that was alive for when the Targaryens came to Westeros and conquered. Yeah, okay. I, I couldn't. I knew there's some type of thing behind it. Cause I was like, "That motherfucker's huge." It's fucking big, yeah. But I was like, oh, "God damn!" That, CGI that, on those dragons was so so yeah. much better than uh, Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones was pretty good, but yeah. but this was yeah. But I love that shot where Jace is just flying on his dragon in the clouds, and you just see the silhouette of Vagar behind him silently. Oh yeah, uh, that I remember when that Dude, came on screen. Chills, I was, my butthole chills. went. <laughs> It was, it was oh. like, what pissed me off is now I'm finished. I was like, God damn it, who's on another episode? This no, fucking end. not till next year because they're shooting. They, they haven't shooting. even started shooting yeah. yet. So it'll oh, be, really? Yeah. They're not going to start shooting until later this year. And they said that season two won't be out until 2024. Oh, yeah. fuck. Probably around the same end around of summer, early time. fall. Yeah. Mm. Which blows. Blows. <laughs> well, it's fucking Last of Us just ended. We have no idea when they're going to start shooting season two for that. Yeah. Probably all, all the shows that have, have been coming out recently, and it's because of co- this goes back to COVID. They started shooting Last of Us like forever COVID, ago, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Really? Was it post No, because they just announced their casting and stuff like early last year. Oh, uh, okay. But it still takes like a yeah. year to shoot these shows, especially nowadays with the streaming stuff. They put a lot more time and effort into the yeah. design it's not like uh a lot of these shows that have like the 22 episode network orders and, yeah, and yeah it's yeah. like it's like half shot and then they start releasing it and then they finish shooting it while it's airing it's like especially when you watch the last yeah. when you watch the last of us like when you see the, the the crazy production design on these sets it's it's unreal. hbo has lots of funds 
for that. It's like, fucking HBO. All, every HBO show is just I incredible. I how HBO has so much money. Well, they've been around for fucking ever, number one. Yeah, but um, people have to pay for it. It's not just... Yeah, but I mean, it's not... I can't... Not that many people probably pay for HBO. You know what I mean? Like, that's well, what, <coughs> more than you think. And also, I do. And, and then, and then with, with the advent of HBO Max. And, well, I mean, I pay for HBO and, Max. And now. before HBO Max. Oh, okay. Plus, you got to remember, HBO Max is also part of Warner Brothers Discovery. So they get a lot of money from that, too. And they were owned by AT&T. So, and then also just the return on investment. I mean, like, their shows win Emmys. Their shows win fucking awards. I mean, Jesus, John Oliver wins best. Late night variety show every fucking yep. year. Jimmy Kimmel's so tired. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, thank Game of Thrones too. That shit ran for eight seasons and was the number one most watched show on TV. Period. Every yeah. year. Has, has, has HBO ever missed on a show? Season eight of, of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> well, in general, even the viewers they still had viewers. Yeah. So in, in general, no, because like Euphoria has crazy numbers. Uh, Watchmen, which I still haven't watched, had crazy good numbers. I mean, in, it, they, they really don't really miss on the show. They I was really, uh, trying to think. Even dating back to like uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. they've never missed Curb. Remember back in the day, that was where Carl, all of Carlin's comedy specials went. Those yeah, older, which I are bet not, that's which where the are, money comes which from. Which are too. not on HBO Max, and that bugs me. That <laughs> um, is weird. Well, probably his estate probably just hasn't released yeah. the rights to him because they're not anywhere. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, they just, between all the properties that kind of fall into that bubble and just, yeah, they haven't missed. Mm. They've, they've yet to have one that they was used to be like, the kings of comedy before Netflix came around. HBO was the one yeah. producing everybody's comedy shows. And they, they just, yeah, they get crazy return on investment. And yeah, I, if I, so what I'm saying is like, I've yet to th- even think of a show that was an HBO show that like, even the small scales of like the flight attendant, that two seasons with Kaylee Cuoco from yeah. big bang. It's a great fucking show. Yeah, right, so they like that show. Like, like it, it's it's not doing Game of Thrones numbers, but everyone who's watched it has been like, yeah, no, this is really fucking good. I can't think of Oz was Oz on HBO. Uh, was Oz was Showtime because you had obviously The Wire, mm-hmm. which I haven't finished, but I'm on season three, which I'll I never finished The Wire. Yeah, people love The Wire. Then obviously Sopranos and what was Mad Men. That's A and E. Was that A and E? AMC. AMC. Oh, oh let's get it? AMC and A and E oh. mixed yeah. up. Right? I thought it was very I similar. It was, I thought and it was on same. basic cable, they're like right next to each other. Yeah, they are. <laughs> That's true. Um, AMC for some reason has like a few really good a- shows. A- a- Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Walking Dead, Walking Dead. AMC is like why? It's like it's like a great value HBO. Yeah. It's, it's store brand HBO. It's, but it's, it's like where my dad used to watch all his like fucking old ass westerns well, and what, shit. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, um, oh, God, it wasn't one Lou Diamond Phillips. My dad fucking loved it. Um, Longmire. Longmire was in a, on AMC before it went to Netflix. Yeah. Um, Walking Dead Preacher was on AMC. Um, yeah, like all the stuff that like, it's like all the stuff that HBO doesn't want, but the regular cable stations and networks won't air because it's too adult. AMC is where it goes. Yeah. Westworld? Wasn't Westworld? Westworld was HBO. Wasn't that a a, a successful show? I never watched it, but it was a canceled after four seasons. It was a big fucking hit. People loved it. Four seasons is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. If you can get to three seasons with any TV show, you've done pretty well. Yeah, Westworld people loved Westworld. Yeah, Snowfall? Or wasn't that? No, that was... You just saw Snowpiercer? 
No, there was Snowpiercer and there was Snowfall. That was FX. That was FX. Okay. That might be FXX. I don't. I don't know anymore. Um, but yeah, you also got to remember stuff like Harry Potter falls under the Warner Brothers Discovery umbrella. Um, Lord of the Rings technically yeah. does. And that's what I'll probably watch next. Rings of Power? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. Not fair. I got four episodes in. Not even. Three and a half. I mean, if you've watched all the other, like if you've watched Game of Thrones and House of Dragon and you need to scratch a fantasy itch, then... Sure, but when you come saying, oh my God, it's so boring, I'm going to be like, eh, told you. <laughs> I mean, the... Books it's, are boring. Well, <coughs> it's, it's, but, but like, uh, and I think I've told you this before. Like, the difference is, like, with the movies, with the Lord of the Rings movies, they they changed the dialogue yeah. to make it digestible. Rings of Power did not. <laughs> yeah. It's like watching the book. <laughs> next page. Fucking yeah. oh, Jesus. Oh, my fucking God. And now, for the next six pages in the Two Towers, Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli are going to sing a song about the wind. I shit you not, that is in the book, and my 13-year-old ass went flip, 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 <laughs> flip. Okay, there's the dialogue starts back up again. Okay, thank Christ. <laughs> Jesus, God. Just get back to saving the hobbits, please. I, just, I need a... I don't want to watch Miss Marvel yet. I have no desire yet to watch it. It's... A, it's and I can finish it really fast. It is because the episode's like thirty minutes, and it's more of like a it's more of like a like a teenage coming of age story. Yeah, so I was like, it's I, fun, but but knowing that you know, obviously the man Mandalorian thinks Larissa's tonight or tomorrow. So, well, technically tonight at three a.m. us, but it's at it drops at midnight East um, and West then Coast. Ted Lasso starts up tomorrow. Ted Lasso starts up tomorrow. See, there That's you go. That's another show I really need to they, get to oh, watch. Oh, buddy, yeah. Have you seen? Can you show him the video? Have you seen the scene of him playing darts? No. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. This is what he showed me that got me to watch the show. Okay. And it changed my fucking life. You're all leave. Time to give him the satisfaction. So, Rebecca, it's time to be friends again. Especially since Bex and I are going to be sitting with you every week in that Adam's box. I'm not going every week. <laughs> well, I am. And, um,. Every week when they shove a camera in my face and ask me how I think you're doing, I will tell them. It'll be relentless. So, Rupert, y'all take your darts over here pretty seriously, huh? Uh, this and, uh, what's the billiard game y'all do that sounds like a brand of cookies? Snooker? That's it. That's the one. Yeah, boy, I'd love to curl up on a couch under a weighted blanket, watch You've Got Mail, and devour a box of Snookers. <laughs> see what we got here. Hey, there it is. Do you like dots, Ted? Oh, they're okay. I'm more of a, you know, a cornhole man myself. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. How about a game? I mean, we could, you know, maybe wager, say, 10,000 pounds. Well, as my doctor told me when I got addicted to fettuccine Alfredo, that's a little rich for my blood. <laughs> uh, how about this? If you win, I'll let you pick the starting lineup of the last two games of the season. But if I win, you can't go anywhere near the owner's box, at least not while Rebecca's still in charge. Ted, what the hell are you doing? Well, I believe some folks call it white nighting, but I don't know if it's following my gut here. It's okay. Ted. So, no, what do you think? You're on. Okay. Uh, double in, double out. Whatever you say, Rupert Dukes, yeah. Just let me know if I'm winning or losing, all right? <laughs> oh, I forgot I had these on me. Oh, yeah. oh wait a second. I forgot I'm left-handed. <gasps> oh. yes! 100! 
and Rupert, get in! Shut your stupid little twat mouth or I will shut it for you. Shall I be giving you the line-up card now, Ted? I shall be putting your Bassania back on defence where he belongs. That's exactly what I said, didn't I? No, no, it's not all Ted's fault. My ex-wife's the one who brought the hillbilly to our shores. I know she's always been a bit randy, but I never thought she would fuck over an entire team. Hey! Better manners when I'm holding the dart. Please. Hmm. Mate, what do I need to win? Two triple twenties and a bullseye. <laughs> Good luck. Mm. You know, Rupert, guys have underestimated me my entire life. And for years, I never understood why. It used to really bother me. But then one day, I was driving my little boy to school, and I saw this quote by Walt Whitman. It was painted on the wall there. It said, be curious, not judgmental. I like that. So I get back in my car, and I'm driving to work. And all of a sudden, it hits me. All them fellas that used to belittle me, not a single one of them were curious. You know, they thought they had everything all figured out. And so they judged everything, and they judged everyone. And I realized that they're underestimating me. Who I was had nothing to do with it. Because <laughs> if they were curious, they would ask questions, you know? Questions like, have you played a lot of darts, Ted? <laughs> Which I would have answered, yes, sir. Every Sunday afternoon at a sports bar with my father from age 10 to I was 16 when he passed away. Barbecue sauce. You are a very lovely consolation prize. Rebecca, Ted, enjoy your evening. May, as always. Holy shit, that felt good. That was fun, yeah. <laughs> Only one thing left to do now. What's that? Sick. That little backstory. So they used to be married. Yeah, the and, old guy and that yeah, lady. Yeah, that's the one scene. I was like, oh, I'm gonna actually watch this. Yeah, and then it has like one of my favorite lines ever. <laughs> you know what line I'm talking about? Yeah, ever. That I'm like, that's such a good fucking that, joke. Yeah, <laughs> some of my favorite joke. Like season two is incredible. Season one has some of my favorite jokes. What season was that in? That's season one. Cool. That's in season one. Yeah, season two, like. That whole entire scene about you know, him and 16 and dad, like, mm -hmm. then season two, like, you walk, go watch that back. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck. Everything they set up in season one pays off in season two. Yeah. And season three is going to be the last season. But, like, season one but is... They like, haven't set... Like, it's supposed to be, but they haven't set it They yet. haven't confirmed it, but it's pretty much everyone pretty much agrees. Um, but, like, yeah, so season one is basically get to know all these characters. And then season two is let's do something with all these characters. It's finding out what makes them tick or why yeah. they tick. Season away. three... Kill them all. Let's just fucking kill them all. If you guys like to reach out to us and be a part of the show, be a part of the conversation, there are several ways to do that. Just go to our website, www.tblpod.net. That's www 
www.tblpod.net. You can send us a message through the website, or you can even leave us a voicemail by clicking on the voicemail button in the corner of the screen and leave us a message that we will respond to live on the show. Once again, just go to www.tblpod.net. It's just so well-written comedy, too. Yeah. It's like comedy with a purpose, which is kind of why I got into stand-up, which yeah. I never do comedy with a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I can do that. And like, don't. And then that's like, oh, comedy with a purpose. That's exactly. What brought you here doesn't have to be what keeps you here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like shit like that makes you go like, man, I, I, don't, I don't know how to write shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it makes me hate my own writing, whether it's comedy or anything else. It makes me hate. Like, Same reason shit. you don't like watching specials on Netflix. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it makes me, it makes me go like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Jesus. Two things. Two people have made me hate comedy. Ted Lasso, hate me, hate me, my own writing. Ted Lasso and Stuart Huff, the two people that yeah. have been like, I'm not good at writing or doing anything comedy wise. Shits Creek's another one that made, oh, me, made me just go like, Wow, I can't write. I love for, shits. I, I can't write for shit. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're on like season two of Shits, I think. Oh man, Shits Creek never gets That's bad. It's, I, it gets so much better. It just it yeah. Or where are you? What season was? Have they done the barn scene where they're all dancing in the barn? Oh, yeah. that sounds like season. One so yeah. interesting part it was about, the end of season one. Yeah, yeah. since department, they thought that was the last episode. Oh yeah, they really? Didn't, they didn't yeah. think they were gonna get renewed. They didn't oh, they renewed. Didn't. So that oh, that, shit. that that dancing part's just them having yeah. a good time because they never thought they didn't think they'd get renewed. Wow. Yeah, and then they got syndicated like the year the last year I worked over at Sinclair, they got syndicated. They were showing it on Fox at like eleven o'clock. Which had hmm. me going. This show is way too good to be <laughs> to be on this bullshit <laughs> syndicated on Fox. Um, Almost too good to be syndicated. It's Does almost, that make sense? It, it, it right. is. It yeah. is very much too good to be syndicated. Yeah. But also, it's so rare for shows, especially network shows like that, to get syndicated anymore because the number of episodes you have to hit is so tough. That's why when I say like, am I stupid to ask what the fuck are you talking about no. when you say syndicated? So syndicated basically means um, when, when a show is not syndicated, that means it only airs on the station that makes it. Okay. Syndicated is when you get onto like, it's like when you watch like big bang reruns on TV, modern family, big modern bang. family, stuff like that. In order, family for, guy. in order for an episode okay. to even be eligible for syndication, it has to have at least 60 episodes. So three seasons typically, because most seasons on network are 20 episodes. Oh, okay. Which is why in 93 or 91, when they released, when they first brought up that the Batman, the animated series, they did yeah. a 60 episode season. Oh, be, so that it could, so that it could immediately go to syndication, huh. which was fucking genius. Um, cause, the, cause they knew what they had. Yeah. And they were like, fuck it, here's everything. And then they yeah. were just like, oh, yeah, fuck it, cool shit. Put um, it up. So, so when a show, re so that's why when I say like it's huge for a show to hit three seasons because then they're at least eligible for syndication, which is what saves a lot of shows. Yeah. That's why Seinfeld is still huge. Huge. It still runs, you know, friends, things like that. I hate mm. friends, but friends is no fucking worse. It's just so bad. The fucking, it's so terrible. My wife likes friends. I grew up on Friends. Likes it's Friends. Like, it's like yeah. my mom's favorite sitcom. Friends. Friends ever. is like is like missionary sex. It's, just, <laughs> it's the same Wait, thing. It's good though. Like missionary sex is good. Not for me. <laughs> it's not boring as fuck. <laughs> I never have any kind of sex, and I'm just like, mm, this sucks. I, well, I mean, my dick's still hard, but I ain't coming properly. I can tell you, <laughs> damn. I need some blood, spit, or tears. One or something. <laughs> From him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he needs to be crying. To Disembowel come. me. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I spit in my wife's face the other day. On purpose? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair. 
No, I grew up. Afterwards, she was like, did you spit in my face? I was like, several times, yeah. She was like, she was like I like it. Do it again. <laughs> I had we're going we're gonna to add that to the list. Go, <laughs> I, go write that one on the fridge. I, I dated somebody like that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was her name? Oh, not your wife. Loranda? I don't remember. I say, man, damn it. Uh, it wasn't even her maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we dated a week ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but then she ended up, this girl ended up being crazy. Like, best sex I ever had. But, like, I'm so glad we broke up because, like, she thought 5G caused, like, was, like, COVID related. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, chemtrails. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs>